Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. now is some minor insignificant preamble to something else. Welcome back to the Insignificant Others podcast. I'm Dylan Smith. As always across from me on the ones and twos, it's Bridget Bailey. Everyone, it is Bridget Bailey. Yes, it is, unfortunately. Fucking with her mic as always. Okay. I'm not wearing a hat today. Congratulations. I, I feel naked. Good for you. I'm wearing a skirt today, and I fucking hate it. This is the worst thing I think I've ever done to myself. I like it. Eh. Oh, I like it. I like a skirt. It could be, like I said, you got a weird length skirt. If It, it should either be down to the ankle no. or above the knee. No. You have like an odd... Yeah, it's called a mid-length skirt. Yeah. Thanks. It's sort of like a mid-length sock. Which is pretty bad. Okay. No, I like it. I like you in skirts. You look very you look very rock and roll, which is pretty good for the subject right now. That's what I was going for when I realized that I couldn't find jeans that the were clean. The, yes. The, yes. I think it's cool. You got the Nirvana shirt going. You got the the cheetah, cheetah print, but I it's think. not cheetah print. It's no. like black cheetah print. Yeah, I guess. There's an animal called, it's a mix between a panther and a cheetah. Mm-hmm. Which is that's a weird way to drink your. I know. I realize that's risky this. business. I For those of you who are just listening, Bridget was going to sip tea. That's coffee. Short or coffee. Obviously, she already did it directly into the mic, but she was going to do it over the mic and quite possibly break the mic. Risky business from Bridget. You know what? That would save me time because we would not have to record today, and I could go right back to bed. But do where you I belong? Know, do you know why? The listener obviously doesn't. Why your rock and roll look matches today? Do I know why? Sure. Are you asking me? I, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know, I don't know I why I asked you why. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we planned this together, so. We did. I love you. Yeah. We planned everything together. Yeah. We did the uh, Rolling Stones a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Where we went through the top ten albums. But in the meantime, between that, Rolling Stones said, hey, insignificant others, here's more content. And Pretty, gave us, yes. essentially, I mean, it was right after. Yeah, it was literally two weeks after. King yeah. Lewis came out September 15th. So if this seems like we're doing a lot of music shit. And I'm okay with it. This is the only thing I really well, enjoy people, yeah, in my I, life. I got good feedback on the the Rolling Stones episode, the yeah. first one we did. So uh, if you it's like cool. that, you're going to like this one. We're doing the Rolling Stones coming, came out with a top 500 greatest songs and a lot of people are taking on yes. bridge with it so this is the first time that they've released a new list since i want to say i think it's 2004 so that's what 17, 17 years yeah I, so oh, 17 I, I years 17, yeah. yeah uh so we're gonna do that in the segment and then our top tens today are songs that yes. we think will be um classic rock like in thank you for knowing that i had no a more brain, adults i had a brain fart so Right. I, yeah, I wanted to give a, a sort of an explanation of where my head was with the top ten. Sure, same. So, I was listening to uh, 
1029, which is Philadelphia, if you're not from the area. It's Philadelphia's classic rock station with John DeVella. Um, they've been... It's weird because they started playing Chili Peppers and, and Nirvana. Shout yeah. out Bridget's t-shirt. Yes. But, uh... So I was like, oh, like, who's... What's next? And they ruin Chili Pepper songs. They'll play Danny California all day. And then yeah. it, ru- it ruins the song because it's such a radio hit. Yeah. So I was like, what are the radio hits that are on now that, uh, as far as, like, our kids are going to hear classic rock, that's what it's going to be? So my list is essentially what I think is going to play. It's a mix of what I think is going to play on 102.9, mm-hmm. classic rock. Yeah. And also what I want it to be. Yeah. I, I got a hefty mix. So I guess we'll just explain this now because it's a little easier than... You know, doing it at in the, the end of, town, that's yeah. fine. So when I did mine, I was thinking not really so much of the song, but more so the band. Yeah. Like the band or the artist. And then I kind of just picked like one of my favorite songs by them it's, that had the potential to be like a classic rock song. It's literally so interesting that you said that because I I can pull up my top tens right now and literally just above it, it's just a list of the bands I wanted to go off of. Yeah. Which I, I found a couple of lists online, which were like this: these are the bands that are going to uh, mm-hmm. become classic rock, or like I guess are rock now. Sorry if I'm fucking with my mic, but um, yeah. yeah. So I I went off of that, um, which it was easiest way. It was a hard one. Yeah, it was really hard because I feel like, especially what we grew up with, rocks like it's different and there's like so many different like subdivisions of rock and i guess to a point that's what it was like what now classic rock is because obviously like you're not gonna put i don't know say like aerosmith and like iron maiden in the same like category you know what i mean but they're both classic rock to a degree it's so weird because Obviously, when, like, classic rock was really going on, uh, minus, like, the Nirvana and the, uh, like, the Chili Peppers who were on 1029, there was no rap. There was no hip-hop at the time. So, rock and roll, like, that classic rock station is essentially just, it's not even rock and roll. It's it's all of the music of that time, kind of. They didn't really stick with, like rock and roll because like they're playing leonard skinnerd on that and that's country kind that's more country yeah that's what i mean so music sorry there. i don't yeah. mean to like cut you off but like classic rock is just like one like blanket term because you like you said you have the country rock you have like hair metal folk gets thrown in there like yeah. bob dylan's like a classic rock guy Techni- but he's yeah really by technicality not. He's but he's not folk and country folk would is what you would call it yeah it doesn't rock at all no and i feel like a lot of the music today that it would be considered rock in like 20 years or so it's like alternative rock and that's not the same as like what you know led zeppelin was putting out or yeah that's to like that degree there's only one real band that uh that i had on my list that was i would actually call alternative because all that rock is an alternative rock it's just rock yeah and then like mumford's and sons is always on alternative rock yeah stuff right but it's more but folk. it's, it's folk. indie folk it's, it's actually it's not even indie folk it's just folk if you take that and compare it to folk from back in the day it's very it's as similar as you're gonna get maybe with like they they started using like electric guitar and stuff yeah. like that so maybe like that would be the only change yeah but like people been they're using banjos and mandolins it's like wow oh, yeah that's folk to a t a couple of people on my list are uh are like real rockers and then there was one who i was like they have to make the list 
because they have such a classic rock sound. But I don't want to spoil it. I think I know who it is. It's pretty obvious. Yeah, same. I think they're on mine too. Yeah. That's who I think it is. But, uh, yeah. So that's just, we had to explain it because that's probably, that might be our most confusing top 10 yeah. so far. It's not necessarily a definitive. Future classic rock. Yeah, it's yeah. not like a definitive, like, these are the top 10 songs that will be classic rock. It's more so this is what it's projecting to. And it's what worth we think it's going to be. Yeah. People, the poll is going to be all fucked up because people, yeah. obviously, this is why I wanted to add in my, my opinion on the songs a little yeah. bit because I know people are going to judge it based on like, Just oh, the song by itself. What, those are Dylan's fucking top 10 yeah. modern rock songs? It's like, no, that's not what we're doing here. Yeah. We're, we're trying to figure out what's going to be on the radio in the future, you fucking idiot. Okay. John Forsyth, who DM'd me and told me that my list sucked for the top 10. <laughs> By the way, winner of the top 10 funerals. Congratulations, Bridget. And that's on being depressed. John Forsyth, um, Jim, who we've mentioned on the podcast a bunch, uh, hit me up on Snapchat and said, what, no on Eagle's wings for funeral <laughs> songs? It's like, nah, dude. What? On Eagle? Who's actually playing that? I always thought that that song's only done in like the Christian churches that take over supermarkets. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I've been, went to Catholic school my entire life. Yes. Never heard on Eagle's wings once. And I've been to a couple, I've only been to, I was going to say, I've only been to Catholic funerals. Not true. But the Jewish funeral I went to, they weren't doing on Eagle's wings unless it was in Yiddish. And I didn't understand. Sure. Um, sorry, my nose itches. So for the, for the chit chat today, I wanted to talk to Bridget about one specific thing. So, we have the polls and we're we're keeping track of who's winning. Right now, dead set tie, it's 3-3. Three, three. Obviously, the polls are anonymous, so it's whatever. But, I wanted to sort of figure out what, what it should all mean. What are we leading up to here? I think it should uh, be a challenge. Sure. Like, we should treat it as, like, the polls are a challenge and maybe after... So many weeks. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want it to be 52 because that's so far away. Yeah. We've only really started keeping count at six because there's three and three. Yeah. Well, why don't we just save it until the 52nd episode because that's about six months from when we started. We could just and do it. that's like a good gauge. Okay. So you know what I mean? whoever wins by the 52nd episode, we have to make sure that that's not an even number either. Yeah. Whatever, I mean, it doesn't really matter. It'll be around-ish, the 52nd yeah. episode, but uh, we need to figure out what's the winner. Like, what's the winner getting? Um, is it, like, do you want to do, like, a punishment or something? Because for me, it would be to eat where I want to eat for oh, a week. God. Yeah, okay, but okay, for how about week. this? How about this? Something on the show so that yeah. people are interested in it. Mm. What? No. Yes. You what's all your you got a mind for content, kid? It is a mind for content. Watching you try everything that you swear that you hate, even though you never fucking. You're gonna video it. me at restaurants. Not even restaurants, just in general. Like if we're like, oh, we drive by a Panera. I want you're like, oh, I'm gonna go to Chick Fil A. It's like, no, let's just go for a fucking Panera, and then you have to eat the food because Panera you cry. Blues anyway. What? Oh my god, bread. See, you fucking love bread. Yeah, not Panera's bread. You've never had it. Give me a King's 
You mean a Holman's King bread Ew. any day? Get out, get out of town if you think that white that's bre- bad. White bread's gross. Oh my god. Bread's. I mean, I don't even really like. Here's bread. woke Bridget coming after the whites. No, I just don't. <laughs> I just don't like bread. That's not true. That nobody does. This isn't. I don't like. I bread. don't. No, I could oh. live my entire life without eating bread. Dude, my mom got this bread the other day. I don't know what it was. Ah, oh, fuck. What name bread types? It was. Like a square, it was real dense. I have no Fuck. idea. Is this important right now? I mean, I just wanted to figure it out. Okay. It's just so I could buy it later. But <laughs> it was so good. I love bread. Like, I, you know how it would be like a punishment? It would be like, oh, just like give him bread and water for like, you know what I mean? Like prisoners back in the day. Yeah, that's all you would eat and yeah. you would be okay with that. If I was also given butter... Yeah, you're not getting butter in prison. I mean, that's not a punishment at all. I'm a simple man. And bread and butter is possibly my, like, third favorite meal. No. It's so good. It's so good. Anyway. Whatever. So my food uh, challenge that I wanted to do. And if you haven't seen the video, go watch it. I think I only posted it to TikTok. I don't think I had the balls to post it to Instagram. I don't know why. So gross. I'm still weird about so doing videos gross. of myself. But uh, I took a video of me trying thick water because we mentioned it on the show and I bought it. And it was six bucks, so I had to try it. If I win, right, I want to... So I want the winner to have to have a meal, like give the other person food to eat. Okay. You pick a food and a drink. And this way, like, you could you could get me to try whatever your favorite food is because I'm a picky eater. That's fine. I wanted you to eat a specific meal, which was I was going to give you warheads and I was going to give you thick water. And you yeah. said, no, it's too gross. Thick water, I would, like, actually projectile vomit. I was either going to give you jalapenos or warheads. Something where you would have to, dr- like, you would be drinking the water like you want it, but then you'd realize it's thick. No, or I would sneak, sneakily give you thick water. Like, it'd be like, oh, it's just water. And it's like, nah. You're going to drink it. No, I'm like gagging right now thinking about it. I can bring it down here right now. No, stop. You can build, build some content. You're, and no. Your, your big thing was, I don't want to throw up. It's like, what are you hiding? I don't want to throw up. I'm an open book for the fans. And I almost threw up when I tried it the first time. Throwing up doesn't feel good. You're, you would be embarrassed, though. That's why you don't want to do it. No, I just don't want to feel sick. Oh my god, it's the, that's gross. Okay. Please don't do that. I didn't mean to. Yes, you no, did. No, I didn't. Ugh. I think I, no. <laughs> I think I, are you that per I've been seeing someone on TikTok where this like, I, it, I think it's fake, but this girl has like a, a really sensitive gag reflex and when somebody gags in front of her. Oh, that's like a real thing. People do that. All, like oh if you god. gag or like, throw, like it, it triggers no somebody way. to like throw up. Yeah. Ugh. I'm glad that what? I don't know anybody like that because I I would take advantage. I feel of like that I know so somebody like that. Please tell me who it is. Tell I me who it is think. off air. I don't want to. I don't want to screw. Yeah, their life. I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I do know somebody like that though. I'm very excited to find out who that yeah. is. I'll have to think about it. Um, so what? Any other challenges? I I had one that was like dye the other person's hair, mm. whatever color you want. No, and we have hair t- hairstylist friends. They'll do it on the show. We've already talked about this. That is. T- <laughs> Cut the other person's hair the way you want it? No. You no, 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 hate no, no, my no, long no. hair. No, I, I don't care how much I hate your long hair. I don't want you touching it's my hair. because you know what I'm going to do. 
Yeah, and I can't live with that. What am I going to do? Tell the fans. I would break up with you. I would actually break up with you. The fans. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. Oh, my God. No. For what? Like a year of growing your hair back? That's what you would break up with No, that's embarrassing. No. Tell the folks what I would want. He wants me to shave this out of my head. And also trim to about Bob's length. But. A Bob's fine. I could live with that. But shaving the side of my head, I would not talk to you. Ever again. It's I'm Gwen, not kidding. It's Gwen Stacy from Spider-Man. That's so fucking embarrassing. You're so embarrassing. I know what I want. Yeah, but no. I, you know. We need to come up with a, with a challenge. So hair's out of it for you. What about dying? It, it's done in like a month. No, it's not. And you could always read. All right, we could dye it. And then you you have to. Because I'm never going to. I'm not going to re-dye my hair. Here so, is the thing with that, Dylan. Is damages your hair oh my god you dye your hair every fucking 10 minutes no i don't almost every time when was the last time you dyed your hair yeah i got it i get it done every like four months okay that's fine then you then you dye it and then you wait four months no no well i'm gonna have to wait four months because i'm not gonna re-dye it i'm just gonna let it go until my normal hair grows back I think that the dyeing the hair is probably the best option. I'm not going to dye your hair a weird color either. I'm going to dye your hair like a normal color. You're going to dye my hair something fucking awful. No, I wouldn't. Yours, I would just dye, you, dye your hair brown. Yeah, no. Well, I, you know what? I think my challenge would be like, just don't dye your hair. How about that? I just, I want to no. see what your hair looks like naturally. Dylan, again. Dating my girlfriend for three years. I've never seen her with her natural hair color. I think it's weird. That's not true. I think so. Uh-uh. When Ugh. we first met, my hair was my natural color. I liked it. And it faded because I dyed it back and it faded. Faded. And it looked like shit. So, here I am. Back to platinum blonde. All right. So, hair's out. I think food's fine. Food's fine. You're... It's nothing permanent. Okay, but your idea can't be... Your yes. idea can't be what it is because it has to be something we can do on the show. Right, that has whatever. to be agreed on. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. If you want me to... I said that you can pick up. That's why I did the picking the meal thing. Yeah, because it's fine. It would be funny. Like I'm telling you, if you put a plate of lasagna in front of me, no matter how good the lasagna is, I'm going to gag through Which it. Which is so weird. I've dude, I can't do tomato sauce unless it's on a pizza. You're so strange. I know. I I know, Bridge. I probably uh. have, I probably got like fucked up as a kid, and now I can't do this. Like, life is difficult, way more difficult for me. I'm sorry. I think you were just influenced by your bigger brothers and... Bigger brothers. That's bigger, a weird... Bigger brother. I know. I meant to say big brothers. But I think you were just influenced on their eating habits. So now you eat, like, a fucking psychopath. I eat more than all them, though. Yeah, now. I eat fish. Some. <laughs> White Ooh, fish. fish is good. I eat... Whatever. And you know what? And I, I have to say it on air because I really do need to actually commit to doing this. Mm-hmm. For everybody else who's a picky eater out there, I'm going to start doing chicken tender reviews. I've been talking about it forever. I never actually pulled the trigger on actually doing it. It's such easy content to do because it's literally just me buying chicken tenders and eating them. I don't know why I keep pushing it back. It's probably because I don't. you don't have the time to help me out with it. So it would be by no. myself and that freaks me out. You can always just film it in your car. I know. I could just bring them back. I could just order them to my house. Yeah, you could do that There's too. DoorDash. I wanted to do McDonald's, Burger King. I wanted to get the chicken tenders from all of the fast food places because I found out Arby's has them. Mm-hmm. And just go through them and figure out who's the best is. But that's for all the people that go to a fancy restaurant and order the chicken tenders sometimes. 
because they don't know what to eat. Okay. That's for my community. That's for, for us. Because we minority. get fucked left and right. You're oppressed. It, we really are. <laughs> How many times? It, it really is difficult when you're me and you have a girlfriend like you and it's like, hey, where do you want to go to eat? And you're like, I don't know. Let's go to Panera Bread or Chipotle. See, and I'm like, I'm not eating any I, of that. Here's the funny thing is I am oppressed in this relationship oh my God. because I can't eat because what I want to fuck, eat. Because you because don't have a fucking I, license. Be, no, it's not yes, even Yes, that's 100% it. No, because I would never make you want to go somewhere that you didn't want to go. So I have to find somebody or somewhere with chicken tenders. I've always told you that I'm willing to drive you to, to a place to get your food and then me to a place to get my food. I've always said that I'm That's okay so with that. That's so difficult. <sighs> yeah, Chipotle but you can't say that. good right now. Ew. Well, well, after this conversation, you're not getting it. Okay. Um, We should probably just get into the segment. All right. So just to... I want to walk at her with a definitive statement. We are doing the food challenge. Yes. And it's a meal. You have to be okay with me. The idea that I might put jalapenos in thick water in front of you. And you have to drink and eat it. Okay. Can it be at least jalapeno poppers? So it's somewhat enjoyable. It has to be really spicy ones though. I mean it's just the jalapenos point is, is that cheese. The, what I want you to do is be freaking out for something to drink, and then the only option be thick water. That's what I want. All right. Well, the least, if you're gonna do jalapeno popper or jalapenos, at least make them jalapeno poppers. So I might there's just some enjoyment. I don't know what that is. It's. I might just give you a shot. I might just give you a shot of Frank's Red Hot, and then just give you a chaser of thick water. You're acting like okay. Yeah, sure, Dylan. That's fine. I'm going to find ghost peppers and I'm going to make you fucking eat them. <laughs> All right. Let's get into this segment. We're going through the Rolling Stones top 500 songs. And we're going to compare and contrast the two lists. A little bit. So I felt like that was important to add. Sorry. You had to add that it was the yes. two list. What else were we comparing and contrasting? They don't even know what the other list is. The 2004 blah, 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 one. You can't talk. I can't. Where you're comparing and Bridget you really wanted to make this yes. a point. We're comparing the 2007, the, the 2004 one to the, 2021. the one. Yes. You could, okay. have figured, you could have figured that out if you waited five more minutes. I but know. Bridget thought it was important. I did think it was important, and my thoughts are important. Whatever. Welcome back. We are, I have in front of me the Rolling Stones uh, top 500 of this year. Bridget has the top 10 of the top 500 from last year. or From, from both, yeah, from both lists. From the last time. Uh, the 2004, and also the 2010. They had the same top 25. Yeah. That's why this one's a big deal. They redid the top 25, and yes. a lot of people ha- uh, hate it. We already talked about it in the beginning. Let's get into it. Like, I, all honesty, we had to restart. We had technical issues. Yeah. But what I did at the first, the first time we tried this was I went through the number 500 versus the number one. Number 500 being uh, stronger by Kanye West, which looking at this list should be higher in comparison to the rest of the top 10. Sure, but do you know where, like, if you don't really know if any more Kanye falls in there, which I'm sure it does. I, I have no idea. And Daddy yeah. Yankee is number 50. Ga- oh, Gasolina. No, Gasolina. Stronger is better than Gasolina. Yeah, but he could, again, Kanye could fall in there later. I don't go to Gasolina. Like, even if you're talking most iconic, 
right? Yeah. All right. Let me see. 14. Wait, what's number 14? The Kinks? Okay. Whoa. I'm sorry, but like I'm skimming through this right now. Number 18's Purple Rain. But, oh, I have so much problems with the 17 is 17's Bohemian Rhapsody, right? And I know for a fact that number 10 is Hey Ya by Yalecast. What are we doing? Are we crazy? Is that what's happening? I guess so. So let's just start there. So Hey Ya comes in at number 10. My least favorite. My least favorite Outcast song. I mean, I understand it making. I guess, like, I could say I understand it making the top 50, maybe the top 25, but top 10, I couldn't really agree with it. It's a good song. It's definitely found its place in pop culture, but other than that, it's like, it's it's not top 10 worthy of like all time. In my head, it is the first iteration of the song Happy. Is that what it, isn't that the one that everyone got sick of? Yeah. Because I'm happy. Yeah, it's, it reminds me of that, like that feeling. I I can't stand Hey Ya, the pistachios commercial. And another thing is like, Andre 3000 should probably could make the top 10 list, right? Yes. So could Alkiss. Like, they could yes. get in with. I would say Miss Jackson comes before. I love Miss Jackson. Sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh. I like that sound, and I think it's it's sort of like what Hey Ya goes for. Is like, it, they're all kind of the same sound. It's, it's like very upbeat rap, and I really like it. Yeah. But Hey Ya just misses the mark. It's so like, hey, let's make a buck. And I read the description. It's like, oh, he had this concept in his head. It's like, no, he didn't. It was, hey, let's write a hit. What do you want it to be? And like, the simplest, uh, what are they called? The, the simplest chorus obviously makes the best hit. Because the it's chorus catchy. is, hey, yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I hate it. I don't like the song. I don't think it should be. Like it's probably worthy of top 50, definitely not top 10, and it's no. definitely not better than Bohemian Rhapsody, not or not. I Want to Hold Your Hand. All right, so the top 10 for the oldest was Ray Charles, What Did I Say, or What I'd Say. Yeah. All right, we're going... Yeah, the headphones fucking suck. Okay, so we're going just headphoneless. We're professionals and at this point. We so are we professionals. Um, yeah, I, I like I like Ray Charles, and that makes sense. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what the song is. Maybe if I heard it, I would know. But like personally, I don't know. Ray Charles is like Ray Charles. You know I, what I mean? And then there's Alkist. So obviously they're trying to modernize the list. Yes. I don't think it's crazy to compare Andre 3000 and Outkast to Ray Charles. We're talking modern. And like, yeah, no, definitely. Who's good in the modern era? Yeah, my qualms aren't with Outkast being number ten. I want to, I want that. What am I going? Yeah, you're just shaking the table a little bit. I don't know if it's gonna pick up. I want that to be clear. Yeah, I have problems with Hey Ya being that song. It's not a good song. It's, it's so, it's too simple, right for rap. I don't think it got there on the. It's complex in the the music, like the actual music. If you're thinking, you know, I guess that's where the complexity comes in, and that's where, I, like, I get again. I can see it coming in for like top twenty five somewhere because it was such. 
That song's sure. carried over for basically 20 years. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. But I think I'm, I'm more of a lyrics guy. I like lyrics a lot. Apparently the lyrics are really sad. I've never actually listened to the real uh, the lyrics. They don't they don't stick with you. Those lyrics do not stick with you. Yeah, but I think that's kind of because of... Because the chorus is hey ya over and No, 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 no. Because no. of how upbeat it is, but apparently the lyrics are supposed to be really yeah, sad. Yeah, but Pumped Up Kicks, like, pump up, Pumped Up Kicks, everybody heard it and immediately was like, that's a song about Columbine. Because the lyrics were good. And like it, like, the complexity of the course itself is all all the other kids with the pump. Yeah, kicks, I mean it's not run better run. Yeah, it's not run my gun. complex. It's simple and it's just repetitive. Although, but yeah, the sound. Okay, like if you think about the music, like the actual like you know the guitar and stuff, it's very simple. It's not very loud. There's not like a whole lot going on. Where when you listen to Hey Ya, you have like all different genres kind of molding into one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's where I can understand. Yeah. We can't spend the entire thing. We can't right, get yeah. caught up on every single song, but that's egregious. Yeah, sure. All right. Number nine. Uh, number nine on the modern list, Fleetwood Mac Dreams. I agree with this. Um, it's a great pick. Can I... you give me a little bit of dreams? It... What? What's the song? Thunder. Oh, I love Oh, my God. Wait. that's Dude, that's. Wait, is... no. Is yeah, that no, dreams? no, no. That's it. Yeah, that song's been stuck in my head. For a very long time, yeah, because it's reflect, yeah. yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. But if you want me to just read, you want me to read the thing, yeah. All right, so Rolling Stone says, in the face of a lover telling her to go on her own way, Stevie Nicks penned the eth- ethereal. I know words. I'm proud of you. Dreams during the rumors session in Sausalito, ooh, California. Nick spent an off day in another room of the record plant. The record plant's pretty cool. That was supposedly used by Sly and the Family Stone. It was a black and red room with a sunken pit in the middle where there was a piano and a big black velvet bed with Victorian drapes, she told Blender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why was there a bed in a recording studio? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weinstein probably spent a lot of time there. There, she reflected on the thunder and rain of her relationship with Lindsey Buckingham, whose guitar parts sliced through the song's mystical beat. I sat down on a bed with my keyboard in front of me, found a drum pattern, switched my little cassette player on, and wrote Dreams in about ten minutes. So this is exactly like, hey, ya, I wrote it so quickly, I didn't really put much thought into it. I mean, I wouldn't say that she didn't put thought into it. No, but the, it's very weird. Yeah. Like, why are they all written in 10 minutes? It's two in a row. They've been written in 10 minutes. I feel like it takes a little time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know, though. I guess you got talent. You got talent. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there is a thing that uh, a com- that I was listening to the Big J. Okerson said it, and he pointed it out yeah. to me, and it kind of ruined it. But I heard the same complaint about the movie Bohemian Rhapsody. It's always like, like in Bohemian Rhapsody, it's pretty egregious where they're like, we have to come up with how did they figure out how to write the songs, but we want to make it watchable. And it's like, oh, the band's fighting. And then the drummer starts banging on his, on the, whatever he's saying. Oh yeah. Yeah, Like that's stupid. Stop fighting. Stop fighting. And he's like, do that again. And they're like, yeah, it's like embarrassing. It's a hit. Yeah. It's like, no, that's not how that works. No. This, I mean, like, this is how it works. You sit in a fucking room and then... Apparently the Wu-Tang TV show that's out right now, which I do want to watch, apparently it's it's filled to the brim with that. 
where it's like there's like a guy in the a homeless guy in the background whistling the beat to bring the ruckus and it's like yo that's a hit and it's like no that's okay. not how that works all right let's ground the pack in sorry to let's talk about dreams this is very fair and i think it's a fair um pick and it deserves a spot also because of the fact that during like the first lockdown like covid whatever you remember the video of the guy with the cranberry juice on the skateboard or whatever yeah oh yeah yeah so that brought ended up bringing dreams back into like the billboard top 100 oh really it resurged yeah oh so that's why it's on this list well, it's definitely already on the list, but that's probably why it skyrocketed to number nine. Well, I don't know where if it was on the old list or it's not. Not my favorite Fleetwood Mac song. No, it's not mine the either. Is better, I think, and then also it's a it's my third probably because then I like Oh Well Part Two. Yeah. But Oh Well Part Two is obviously it's just guitar. It's not gonna really make it. But for it to be like when you're thinking greatest songs of all time, the fact that this song was able to just skyrocket back after what like forty years. I'm just glad that a is... song insane and it is the greatest it can be said to be one of the greatest of all time i'm just glad that a song that's better than hey ya got ahead of hey ya okay so number nine on the old two list is inspector gadget i just lost it just just bear with me okay number nine was uh smells like teen spirit nirvana and I feel like that's like pretty. That's a fair number nine. I it's a fair number nine. Think it got bumped up though. It did get bumped up, but th- I don't think it really should have because I don't. Uh, you know what? No, it's actually it's ten times better than Dreams. Yeah. But is it better than Bohemian Rhapsody? Yes. Is it? Come on. Is it? Is it <laughs> right, over well, ten t- better than Bohemian Rhapsody? We will talk about it when we fine, get there. Fine. I got you. I got you. All right, number eight. Dylan? Number eight on the on the new list is Missy Elliott, Elliott's "Get Your Freak On." That. What is that? I know the song. I can't think of it right now. I do know the songs, and I think I don't know if I would put it at number eight. I maybe I would have put it at number nine instead of Outkast, but I think that's fair too because it's like women into hip hop. You know what I mean? And like thinking about all of that kind of stuff it works missy ellett's a fucking icon dude if we want to do missy if we want to do women into hip-hop i'm perfectly fine with that i'm i'm okay with whatever they're trying to modernize the list that's fine yeah missy elliott it hey she made waves i know that because i know her and i don't know any of her music but i know who she is i've heard of her you would know i, I know, know i know the I song i can't think of the like the my beat. thing is is that hey ya at number 10 is it is egregious and yeah. Missy Elliott, I, 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 I would honestly go out to say every single Missy Elliott song should be on this list before Hey Ya. Yeah, no, I mean, but at least it is before Hey Ya where it falls. But I don't know if I put it that ain't even in me, eight. That's not even me being woke. No. That's just my hatred for the song Hey Ya. And All why right. does everyone like it? I'm sorry. Okay, I let's... Keep, I'm so stuck on that. All right. Do you want to... Finally, a, a, oh, I'm sorry. It's your turn. Yeah. Number eight on the old list is uh, Hey Jude by the Beatles. Uh, makes sense. I actually thought that it would get on this list, but I don't think it does. No, it doesn't. It's a different Beatles song, um, which I don't agree with, but mm, it is what it is. I thought it would be on this list because of the didn't everybody sing Hey Jude or something like that when COVID? Remember all the Oh, no, that was Imagine by a Imagine, I'm sorry. John Lennon. I was about to say John Legend. Yeah, and then there was the funny thing about John Mayer. 
John Mayer he singing. He sung the wrong Imagine. He sang Imagine by uh, Ariana Grande. That was really funny. I I love John Mayer. I think he did that on purpose. I yeah, so. no, he definitely did it on purpose. It's funny to do it. It's still funny if you do it on purpose, but then to be, it's not funny to be like, oh, I had no idea. Well, I think that was like, that was like, a, it would have been, obviously it's a joke. He's like, I had even, no idea. It would have been even funnier. I know it's, it's stupid to act like John Merritt's going to get something funny, even though he did stand up for a little bit, which is pretty insulting to stand up comics for him to think that he can do that. John Mayer's a funny guy. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, but you not everybody could do stand up. No, he couldn't do stand up. He's just funny. I think we're funny, but we ain't that funny. But um, he what do you want to call it? If he had been like, I did the be- if he just came out with mm-hmm. one tweet and it just said, I did the better one. Yeah, that would have been. How funny. funny would that have been? Because that you know people would have flipped their shit. Yeah. John Mayer doesn't know shit about music. Uh, number seven is. <clears throat> Sorry, my throat's dry. Bridget didn't make me anything. Which you have a water bottle me. right there. It's been there for a while. Yeah. The Beatles, Strawberry Fields Forever. Yeah, I don't agree. Such a bad Beatles song. It's not good. I like it. I'm not going to... I do like Strawberries, Strawberry Fields Forever, but it's not worth a top 10 anywhere as when you're talking the Beatles. Can I sound like a snob? Sure. A uh, bit derivative from the rest of the Beatles songs. It doesn't stick out. No, exactly. Like, it kind of... Fa- it, it misses the mark when you think Beatles. Like you have over, you know, like overplayed Beatles. You have underrated Beatles songs, and then you have the ones that just completely miss the mark, and they're just not good. My favorite. But people think that they're good because yeah. oh, it's the Beatles. But yeah. it's, at the end of the day, it's not fucking good. Exactly, and I think that that's like a lot. I think that there is like a blindness to Beatles songs. My, yeah. My favorite Beatles era, when me and you kind of like sat yeah. in the car and listened to it all, was uh. It's their older stuff, and and I want to hold your hand. Got higher than Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't think that that's necessarily true, but I look like I want to hold your hands way better than Strawberry Fields Forever in my head. Uh, it isn't. <sighs> yeah, no, it is, and that was like one of their first. You know, that was like in their first wave of coming yeah. over to America and really taking like the fucking world yeah. by storm. So that's why that comes before Bohemian Rhapsody, obviously, and. Like, music and, like, complexity-wise, it's not as advanced as Strawberry, you know. It's not as progressive as Strawberry Fields is, but Strawberry Fields is just so, it's it's a mediocre song. In comparison to the rest, it's probably, it's a fantastic song. It's just fucking mediocre. But in comparison to the rest of the Beatles, like, thing. Like, my favorite Beatles song is probably, um, Saw Her Dancing There. Is that, that the name of that? Saw Her Standing There. Yeah, she was just seventeen, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but that's like one of my favorites. Strawberry Fields, it never gets played no. when, I'm, when I'm listening to the Beatles. But no. whatever, can't harp on it. At least, you know, at uh, least it's ahead of Hey uh, Okay, so number seven in the old list is Chuck Berry, Johnny Be Good, which I think should I honestly I think it should have stayed in the new list. Because that was the beginning of rock and roll. The, th- the thing about that, though, and I do have to give it to Rolling Stones, like I said, they're trying to modernize yeah. it a bit. Who's the influence of Buddy Holly? You said, yeah. No, uh, Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry, sorry. It's all, yeah. But also, the, he is like the original rock and roller, I guess the argument, whatever. Yeah. The influence of him isn't necessarily still seen. Yeah, no. Like you, you're not listening to new rock and roll and also hearing Chuck Berry. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I, I get that. In I some way you are because of the guitar. Yeah. But, eh. 
You know what I mean? They have to change something. No, yeah, I understand, but uh, again, number six, I kind of disagree with, but I feel bad because I don't, like, I, I can't, I don't do well with just knowing songs based off the title. I have to listen to them. Yeah, but it's Marvin Gaye. What's going on is number six. Probably should be higher. I would say, right? Yeah, you would think, but I think again, like they're taking an account of everything else and readjusting it. That's still the number one album now. That album ranks number one. Yeah, the whole album ranks number one yeah. for the Rolling Stones. Yeah. A Rolling Stone. Do you know any lyrics to it? No. I like I was listening to it so, I gotta, I a couple days ago and just because like right after we did that episode I was like going through like albums and stuff. Yeah. And I listened to it and it wasn't bad, but like I don't not it was good, but like it wasn't something that sat with me. I'm gonna play exactly five seconds of it so we don't get screwed. Oh, I love this song. Yeah, yeah it's a uh, good song. But I I don't know, I feel like Marvin Gaye also has like a lot more songs, but that would this be more is probably notable. his number one. But this song, the influence I think that this song had. So I'll what? I'll read the what it says, it says, what's going on is an exquisite plea for peace on earth. Sung by a man at the height of crisis in 1970, Marvin Gaye was Motown's top male vocal star. Yet he was frustrated by the assembly line role he played on his own hits, devastated by the loss of duet partner Tammy Terrell, uh, who died at that March after a three-year battle with a brain tumor. Gaye was also trapped and turbulent mar- in a turbulent marriage to Ain. To Anna Gordy. Why can't, I can't read. Motown boss Barry Gordy, sister. Gay was tormented too by his relationship with his puritanical father, Marvin Sr. Um, If I was arguing for peace, Gay told biographer David Ritz, I knew I'd have to find peace in my heart. It's a good song. I know it influenced a lot of rappers, so I get that. Yeah. That's basically the same, like... That's understandable explanation as why the that album fell, yeah. fell at number one before we get into the neck to your side of number six can i use the bathroom real quick sure all right, all right sorry about that uh number your number six. Oh, uh good vibrations beach boys that's fair Dude, the old list is so much better than this list. Yeah, I mean, way. obviously, because you have to think. A lot, I, feel, I don't know. The, this list is getting better, obviously, yeah. as it gets to the number one. But I feel like I'm going to be very, very upset with number one. Oh, no, I already know it, right? Yeah, it's Aretha Franklin. I'm not too upset about that. It, is it number one? No, but I like the song. Number five on the new list is Nirvana Smells Like Teen Spirit. Bumped up from the last list, and I think... If you're trying to modernize a list, I think that that's probably a good move. No, that was definitely the way to go. Because, again, the yeah. cultural fucking... Smells Like Teen Spirit was huge. Grip that Nirvana had on people and this song had on people. But And how it changed music's just... It did, but... Unfathomable. Grunge, it's, grunge is such a weird thing. Now, look, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but... Nobody was really grunge. Grunge didn't last... No, it didn't list. It was a very, very small era. But it just kind of turned into another thing, I would say. Just turned into alternative alternative rock. That's what it became. But it was, you know, grunge first. Yeah. And then it just progressed. 
you drive you're it's weird like you sometimes hear people from the 60s that are like stuck in the 60s bridget is just smack dab in the middle of early 90s grunge and uh she's refusing to leave she has her cheetah her black cheetah print skirt on she has her nirvana t-shirt i've had the shirt she since uh, seventh grade she liked a candle oh my god you probably thought you were so cool oh my god i remember grade. when i bought this i i I had like People a weird. Know how edgy I am. No, I yeah. had like a really like weird obsession with Nirvana when I was in seventh grade because I watched the MTV Unplugged, uh, yeah, special. My favorite version of. Oh uh, my birth! It was on my twelfth birthday. I remember I like watched that and watched it, and I was just like, "This is like amazing." Whoa! This is like the top thing that's ever happened to me. Not like that, but like I guess that's kind of where like all like my obsession. Don't even look went. at me, horse girl. I'm grungy girl. <laughs> Okay, but now it's kind of where like my like real like interest in music kind of like were you, began. If you look back on yourself as a child, were you cringy about like your music interests? No, really. Like, what do you mean? Like you were like I- I'm into Nirvana guys. Like were you ever like blatant like I guys? I'm kind of a you know. No, nah, no, nah, not that I can I'm remember. A... No, because when you're a kid, you're always a little bit snobby about interests. Like, I no, no, I no. Elvis phase, like where I really loved Elvis songs, and like I acted like I was the shit. No, no, no. I was never like that. The Beatles, I did the same thing. Um, I think that you're just trying to save face for yourself, or maybe you just haven't looked into yourself enough. Because yeah, I maybe. think that you probably did that. No. Anyway, you look good. Number five for the old list is um. Aretha Franklin's respect. Interesting. Yeah. Honestly, I I might flip them. If you're trying to do a modern list, I might flip them. Smell Like Teen Spirit's not my favorite Nirvana song either. I'm not saying that. No, but it's... But I'm some... saying if we're... It's obviously it has to be based off of what their hits are. You know what I mean? Like, you, you can't be going in... They're not going to put Rate Me on the top 500s, even though it might be. They're not putting it in the top 10. No. <clears throat> never. Uh... I don't need to read the blurb. No. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. They just started the grunge. Number movie. four, uh, 1965, Bob Dylan, Like a Rolling Stone. That was the name of the last episode. Uh, I wrote it. I didn't fail. It was straight. Bob Dylan. That's all I'll say about that. Uh, Yeah. He, it's a good song. Yeah. Like a rolling stone. Is that it? Like a rolling stone. I mean, that's not how. That's not the the beat, but yeah. That is. I think that's pretty accurate to the way he says those three words. Like a rolling stone, those four words. No. Anyway. What do you think of that? No, it's good, and it kind of falls into the same vein as like where Nirvana falls, in the fact that like he kind of carried. I want to say he like carried folk music into like. Like, almost like a resurgence in the 60s. Oh, okay. Didn't you? All right. Yeah, I got it. Uh, I like it. It's definitely a contender for some of my top oh, no, no. songs. Again. He like, carried the fucking music industry on his back. He really did. His songwriting is just I feel like nowadays insane. he doesn't get a ton of credit. No, he doesn't. He's there. I mean, there's an allegation against him, which is... Okay. But I'm just we saying... Have, but, yeah, we've already talked about that. Oh, do we have? Yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. But what I'm saying is like... Nobody really talks about the influence that Bob Dylan had, which is so weird because it's like... Because I feel like he kind of had, like, as time went on and, like, obviously as the years passed, he had his hand in the music industry in kind of, like, a 
background way you know what I mean like he was still writing music writing songs and stuff but he just wasn't really in the public eye so like for example you have the new basement tapes from I don't remember what year it was maybe 2015 2016 say and it's a collection of all the great like the more like iconic like folk artists of like our time like Marcus Mumford Elvis Costello the one girl I can't remember what her name is but you get what I mean and he brought them all together to do a project and finish writing his songs that like he forgot about like he just handed them lyrics and said here do what you want with these it was still marketed as such though it was still like this is Bob Dylan you know every single song of these has Bob Dylan's on the credits or for example too uh, Wagon Wheel by uh, Old Crow Medicine Show what I was gonna say is that he doesn't get enough credit as far as like like, nobody knows that all along the Watchtower was Bob Dylan. They think yeah. it's Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. he He's a very, like... And it's because of his voice. He did People think he's not a great singer. I like his voice, actually, but... He was, like... I, I know I'm, like, jumping points. But I feel like I made my point as far as, like... He just wrote a lot of music that got covered, and then the covers became yeah. bigger than he was. He was also a... What? Nothing. Tell me off. Oh, I'm sorry. I, no, I no, no. We're done. No, I was just saying how like he wrote Wagon Wheel and then just gave it to Old Crow Medicine Show. Said here, That's take it, put music to it, and that song is so popular. But I mean, it was more popular by Darius Rocker, Rocker, but of Fish. No, right? Hootie and the Blowfish. Of Hootie and the Blowfish. Um, but yeah, I like the song. I also think that maybe it's like because his technically like I get. Maybe not his era of music because it wasn't mm-hmm. a music thing, but he was beatnik. I feel like beatniks sort of never really. I mean, they never. They didn't want to be mainstream. I think no. that was kind of the point of them. They were yeah, like, we're not mainstream, and they really did stay out of mainstream. Yeah, he did. But also, like his whole fight against like war was huge. Yeah, I don't know, man. And yeah, he like I said, he carried like that movement, like the like yeah. whatever, like anti-war movement and stuff in the sixties, in like a way that. Other people really didn't. And that's where he is, like, influentially. Like, Like a Rolling Stone isn't his best song, but it was, like, his big, like, protest song. I don't think it was. There was bigger protest songs. No, but, like, that was hit. Like, that's kind of... That was, like, right at the start of, like, all of it. Uh, You get what I mean? I guess. 65? Yeah. Maybe. So... I can see why, like, they picked that one. I like the quote he has. I wrote it. I didn't fail. It was straight. Yeah. Bob Dylan. Fair. That's how I feel about this podcast. All right. What number was that? Four. four. Okay, number four on five. here was uh, Marvin Gaye, What's Going On. So it went down? Dropped uh, down two spots. No, it went, well, it went up. No, it dropped down two spots. What are you talking about? So in the 2010 list, right? Yes. Or 20, 2004, 2010 list, okay. it was number four. Okay. It's number six on the new so list. So it went up closer to the number one. Bridget, it's number six on the new one. Oh, you mean it dropped down? Yeah, it dropped down. So it's number four on the old list. Well, so it dropped down two spots. And it wouldn't have dropped spot. down. It would have went up because we're in the mod. We're right now. Whatever. You get what I'm saying. I didn't, though. And that's the problem. So going look one to ten. Okay. Four to six. You're dropping down. No. Because that's the past. This is the newest one, so it went up. 
Right? What are you talking? I'm talking about Marvin Gaye. What's going on? I'm sorry. I'm completely wrong. That's yeah. On me. That's on me, guys. I apologize. <laughs> I got confuzzled. All right. I apologize. Go on. What were you going to say? It's. Oh, that's what I was just saying. Like, it, the Marvin Gaye, he just dropped it. So, do you think it should have. Well, so yeah, I think that that probably. Four should probably be where that song is. So, it shouldn't have changed, I don't think. No. Oh. Okay. So, number uh, three is saying Cook, a change is going to come. I think that's a good pick. I'm trying to look up the lyrics again. I you can't. definitely know the song. It's... I know. I was born by the river in a little tent. Is that right? He says it weird. I don't I don't know. I just don't trust you with rhythms. You're not good at it. Um, What do you think of that? I think it's a good one. Sam Cooke. Had a very, like, short-lived career, obviously, because he was killed, I think. Plane crash, I believe. No. Uh, no, no Otis Redding. He was killed. Like, was Otis shot, Redding? Right? Anyway. Otis Redding died in a plane crash. No, he didn't. I don't know. He, yeah. I, I. Yeah, right. he was, Sam Cooke was shot and killed. I didn't know that. And his career. Yep. I was correct. Okay. Yeah. For uh, his career, I think that's fair. Yeah, he didn't have a whole lot, but I think he's great. In 1963, Sam Cooke, America's first great soul singer and one of the most successful pop acts in the nation with 18 top 30 hits since 1957, heard a song that profoundly inspired and disturbed him, Bob Dylan's Blowing in the Wind. There's Bob Dylan again. Yeah. Now, should Bob Dylan be higher because his song influenced? No. Should Blowing in the Wind be higher than this because it influenced this? No. Uh, uh, what struck Cook was a challenge implicit by Dylan's anthem, Geez, Cook mused, a white boy writing a song like that. <laughs> oh, okay, I mean, it's... <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure this Blowing in the Wind, that's an anti-war song, right? It could be a race song. Probably. Blowing in the wind. Please stop the trying. The answer is blowing in. I do a good Bob Dylan. Number two, I have qualms with. But uh, go on. So, yeah, I, it's a good song. It's I think we both one. agree. We got to speed up that a little bit. What's your number two? Oh, number... Don't, we're three, we're number so three. three. It's sorry, a John it's, Lennon Imagine. I like the top tens. And that deserved a fucking drop. I kind of hate that song. I don't like that song either. Overplayed, very mm-hmm. shallow, and I'm sorry. He did not mean what he was saying. John Lennon sucked. He was a fucking very, very bad person. Uh, wife beater, I believe. Yes. Bad um, person. Yeah, dude, I don't get it. Like everyone talking about how like influential John Lennon was. Did you ever? See, I saw a picture recently. I'll put it in this episode. Of all right, so John Legend, John Lennon, did a protest with Yoko Ono. Sure. The, it was like a stay, the stay in bed protest. It was like supposed to protest like workers don't go to work and like just stay in bed and like don't be a part of the cogs and stuff like that. Yeah. It's a little deaf, because obviously he has the money to stay in bed. Yeah. Right, and that was very apparent. When a photographer who was taking a pictures for them took a picture of them getting out of the bed so that a maid could make it. Yeah, see, he he was the wannabe activist. Yes. That's what I'll call him. Not a Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan was better. Yeah. Uh number two, it's terrible. Public enemy fight the power. 
come on. That, yeah, I don't... Not even the best Public Enemy song. By even, like, a little bit. I'm gonna assume that they went, well, just skim over the fucking blurb to see why they put it there. But I'm gonna assume more because of, like, the social yes, stuff. Yes, of course it's about uh, Social that, activism like, that was going course, on during, like, million, the past year. That's fine. But there's a million social activist songs that would probably go better than Fight, Fight the, the Power by Public Enemy. Yeah. And I guess they wanted to get some, like, Clay, I mean, you wouldn't even call it classic, like classic hip hop in there, but like I wouldn't put that in number two. But it, there's, it's even classic hip hop. Like there's better songs. I, mean, I don't know. I don't have them off the top of my head, but I just know that they're out there. No, definitely. I yeah, like that. Honestly, I'd rather them put "Fuck the Police" by N.W.A. No, honestly, same. I would put that there too because that if they wanted... had more of an influence on if society, yeah. especially during the time, you know, every given everything that like. Fuck the police was written about. I'm not getting political. No, neither am I. But I'm just saying that would make more sense if you want to put social activism in there. That's what you're going for. Yeah. Just go for it. Fight the power. But I also think that again, it's like lyrically, fight the power. I also think that they're trying to. I think that they're trying to avoid songs that have curse words in the name. Maybe. And but it is weird. Like there's other NWA or NWA songs that kind of. Yeah. No. Definitely. Sort of what their movement was, but it doesn't seem like NWA ever made any of the top ten. That's crazy. Especially because. Dr. Dre. They're the most influential rap group ever. They just are. If you take Ice Cube, Dr. Dre, and then, yeah, like, I guess Easy, but he died pretty young, and the end of his career was pretty sad, and yeah. he died of AIDS, but... Yeah, but, like, they're still more influential than Public Enemy. Fight, like, that's... I don't even hear that anywhere. Like, fight the power. I know the song, obviously. Fight the power. What? No, you're just shaking the table a little bit. I don't know. It's trying to pick up. Sorry. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. Whatever. Okay, number two on the old list was uh, Rolling Stones. I can't get no satisfaction. I can't get no. Uh, overplayed Rolling Stones song. Not a fan. Yeah, I like the Rolling. Like I do love the Rolling Stones, but it's okay. Yeah, if you're gonna put the Rolling Stones in a top ten, it's Sympathy for the Devil. One hundred percent. The thing is, is like this is like. What influence? Like what? I'm scratching my arm. Yeah, I know. Don't lean on the table. That's all. You were your full body is on the table right now. No, it's not. Your arm is Dylan, on the table. Stop. Let's stop fighting. I'm sick of this. My arm's not moving. I'm not moving it. Whatever. Anyway, but sympathy for the devil. Yeah. Would uh, be what I would put if you're gonna. If play. you're gonna do that, I. I mean, you know my favorites. Uh. It's Mother's Little Helper is my favorite uh, yeah. Rolling Stones song. Um, And then number one, Dylan. I mean, we've mentioned it like eight fucking times throughout this, the list. Uh, I didn't know this, though, and it does change it a little bit for me. Uh, Aretha Franklin's Respect, written by Otis Redding. Didn't know that. Oh, really? I didn't know that either. That's interesting. Yep. Uh, When Aretha Franklin left Columbia Records for Atlantic in 1966, the label's vice president, Jerry Wexler, came to the singer with some suggestions for... A song that she might cover, like Sing Cooks, A Change Is Gonna Come, or Ray Charles, Drown In My Own Tears. She liked those ideas, but she had one of her own, Respect, a song she'd been performing live. Long as she changes it up. Long as she changes it up, Wexler told Franklin's manager, Ted White, in an exchange recounted by Franklin's biographer, David Ritz. You don't gotta worry about that, White responded. She changes it up all right. So there's a song called Respect by Otis Redding. Mm-hmm. Otis Redding rec- wrote and recorded in Stax Volt label. 
Uh, I would. I. I mean, I'm not gonna get into it now because we do have to get into the top ten soon. But uh, I would like to see how that, what the difference is. Yeah, look it up for yourselves because we can't play it here. Um, I didn't know that it was running. Uh, wrote. And then number one was a station to station, or no? What did I just? I just read something else. I'm sorry. Number one on the old list is like a Rolling Stone, Bob Dylan. I was just that song so popular. It's it's his best song, I would say. I mean, again, just because of most popular song, maybe. Just because of the cultural influence it had, I guess, on music and society. Yeah, it's self-explanatory. But yeah, I don't know. Um, I was looking at the old list. Like the like the full list. Yeah. And a couple interesting ones that stood out to me. Five hundred was uh, more than a feeling by Boston. Was that more than yeah. a feeling? Hmm. Four twenty one was Billy Joel Piano Man. Yeah. Uh we do have to get to the top downs. Okay. Alright, see you then. Top tens. Top ten f- future classic rock songs. Yes. Just, That's just what we're calling it. Just speak up just a little bit. It's future classic rock song. Yes. Okay. Number 10 for me is... This one is just like a song like I think is going to be on the radio. Uh, 93.3 MMR plays it literally all the time. It's uh, Heaven Knows by Pretty Reckless. I don't know. You definitely have heard it. And I can't... I'm not going to sing it because I don't know. Sing it. No, because I can't think of the fucking rhythm but like i'll play it for you later you'll definitely know what it is that's just one song like i think through and through just rock and roll whoa and it'll be it's gonna end up there and ladies and gentlemen you know she knows rock and roll because of her nirvana t-shirt yes um okay i mean i don't know it so i can't really say it yeah anything on it but uh that's fine i'm just realizing right now didn't put these in order. Oh, good. So that's always fun. Um, let me just look at the list. All right. Uh, I'm going to put... Okay. So I'm going to put this at number 10. I actually have this already like decided. It has that old sound. Mm-hmm. But I actually think that may hurt it. Because I don't think it's as much of a hit without them being on SNL and singing it. Mm-hmm. But it's... Uh, you're the one by Greta Van Fleet. Mm-hmm. It's the one that everyone. Yeah, yeah. That's it's that one. Yeah. And uh, fair. What the headphones didn't work out? No, no, no. Because your headphones are still on. Oh, it's okay. no, it's fine. Whatever. We so, sound fine. Yeah, my number ten is uh, is you're the one by Greta Van Fleet. It's a good song. I have the album that it's that it's on. Uh huh. I like the album that it's on too. Uh, but don't you think that kind of because they sound so much like who do they sound like? Led Zeppelin. They sound so much like Led Zeppelin that they're that might hurt them, and they're also really not. I mean, they're good, but like, are they really hit? Like, is anyone really putting them out as like the hit stars? I don't know. I think they're on the the road to getting there. Maybe I mean they have. I think that them. they are on, especially too with I feel like. A lot of people our age right now, I see it like on TikTok and stuff. Everybody's getting back into records and listening to old music again. That like they're going to, you know, transcend into what rock and roll. Yeah, I mean, hey, they might do. They yeah. come out and change the entire game. I hope they do because I yeah. like that. I like their sound. <clears throat> Number nine is 
uh, Anthem by Greta Van Fleet. It's one of the slower ones, but... Is that the when you look on them up? Is that the number one? Their most popular? Um, I know that I know that that wasn't. It's one of their pop most popular ones, but I'm not sure if if that's the case for this one. It's just like my favorite song by them. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I think so. We both had sort of the same thought that Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. Band. They're too new of a band. I mean, they're the newest band I have on yeah. this list. So. uh they have all the potential, though. Especially so. for, like, future classic rock. You know what else I kind of found? What? Not really a whole lot of bands anymore. And mm-hmm. bands don't get a whole lot of celebrity. Like, I guess you had, like, the Coldplayer and stuff like that. Yeah. And then it's sort of cut. But, yeah, but for the most part now, it just feels like it's all solo it's all artists. Like, yeah. And then, like, there are bands like the Alabama Shakes. Like, they're popular bands. But Ooh, that's a good one. Thought about putting them on. That's a good I didn't even think about that. They're a good one. But I don't think that they're they're not necessarily radio played every single No, you know no, no, I mean? no. They don't get the radio time, I don't think. And it, maybe it's probably deserved that they should because I love the Alabama Shakes. Yeah. I'm going to go number uh, number nine. I, you know what? Do I? Are You Mine by uh, the Arctic Monkeys. Hmm. That's my, interesting. It's not my favorite Arctic Monkey song. Let me just say that. It's definitely not. But it got a ton of radio play. Yeah, that, no, definitely. That and uh, what's the other one? Do you want to know? Do I want to know? Do yeah. I want to know? Yeah. And then I just chose which is my favorite out of those two because of the radio time. Yeah. And Are You Mine is a better is the better song. So, Interesting. Are You Mine? Uh, Arctic Monkeys. But do you, do you get like my thought process on that? No, yeah, I get it. I understand. Because I know that I know for the listener, this is it's difficult to say like what we're actually doing here. There's method to this. Number eight for me is uh, Could Have Been Me by The Struts. They're another band that's kind of really caught traction over the past couple of... Not past couple of years. I'd probably say like five, six years. It Could Have Been Me. No, no. Could Have Been Me. Oh, I know that's... Yeah. yeah. The, I saw them at Radio 104.5, like one of those... um the block party shows like mm-hmm. you got the free tickets to whatever yeah forget who was opening up for them or who played first or no they were the headliner whatever that doesn't matter that the lead singer and his stage presence very very similar to like uh freddie mercury he's a great performer the instrumentals are there and a lot of people love them and a lot of like older people love them too so like them, they yeah. definitely will Full up there with like classic rock. They're definitely on the alternative. They're on, they're on 104.5, which is Philadelphia. And they're on a WMMR too. They do play it on WMMR. Yeah. So they're more, they have like more of a traditional like rock sound. So like what you think of rock, like, you know, like the 80s and stuff, that's kind of what they sound like. And that's why I think that's going to count towards like the classic rock. Because Pierre Robert is playing in your rock. Yeah. No, quite literally. Quite literally. Yes. So fancy in your skirt. Um, it's this is a, my list is is pretty hard to go off of. I I want to put specific ones lower, and I'm just gonna do them both back to back. Number eight for me is gonna be "I Will Wait" by Mumford and Sons. That's a good one. I didn't I really roll their folk. Yeah, uh, they are folk, but it's folk rock. But the thing about like like I said, one hundred two nine, they play folk. On the classic rock stage. Yeah, because classic rock's just... Well, they can't just play folk songs. Yeah, no. 
So it's I will wait Mumford and Sons. Yeah, no. That's a good one. I didn't, uh, surprisingly, I didn't put any Mumford and Sons on here or the Luminaires. Wow. Because, I don't know, when I thought about this, I thought, like, at, like what, when I band. listen to I'm not a fan of the band. It's fine. classic rock, that's not really what I hear. But anyway. No, but if you listen to classic folk, you know what I mean? No, well, yeah, no, but that, I take folk, folk to me is a very, very different I don't, realm. I don't Personally, know. to me, it's a different realm. I don't know how to explain... When I think folk, I think Simon and Garfunkel, Bob Dylan. Which is all over that type. It's just classic rock is what they call it. I, I don't know. It's just that's what they call it. Yeah, but... I'm not saying, I, that, no, I'm not saying no. that they're right or wrong. I'm just saying... But then also, the Eagles kind of capture what I'm talking about more. But then also, like, Bob yeah, Seger's no. night, night Moves. Like, that's what I think of when I'm talking classic yeah, rock. Yeah, no. Both no, I'm not saying you're wrong. Like, I understand. I... <laughs> Whatever. Gabagool. You've gabagool. Where's the fucking gabagool? Okay, anyway. But is this number seven? Yes. Where is she at? Oh, Left Hand Free by Alt-J. I love that song. God damn. And I say that'll be a classic rock song solely because it was a fucking theme song to Outer Banks and now just follow like it was a popular song that's a big song anyway though that's what I'm saying like it was a popular song before but then you're gonna put it as a theme song for like one of those like it's gonna be like a beloved like show in the same way like One Tree Hill was like okay yes you get what I mean in that vein yeah in that vein so like it's a theme song everybody loves a good theme song it's a great song through and through that's gonna be played on classic rock radio I like that Damn, I, I I really like that. I wish I picked it. Fuck. I can't lose another poll, man. I can't just... I can't eat <laughs> something with sauce on it. I'm not going to make you eat oh, sauce. Gonna, Don't you're worry. You're going to make me eat something, and I'm not going to like it. You're making me eat, like, mac and cheese that's not craft, and I'm not... I'm going to throw up. Okay. I, uh, Number seven, Dill. All right. You know what? I'm just going to go back-to-back on the folk. Just get them out of the way. It's going to be Ho Hey by uh, Luminaires. Ugh. I, think I that love that any, song. If any song I get, like, Ophelia and all of them are big... It's got to be their first hits, Ho Hey. It's going to be Ho Hey. No, nah, it's fair. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, yeah, no. I just think that that's going to be the one that gets the most radio time. See, I honestly would have thought you would have gone like Gloria. I know that you said like Ho no, Hey's like their big hit. I'm not doing but this Gloria... all my favorites, though. No, no, that's what I mean. But Gloria has more of like a, a little bit more of a, like a rock. It's more like. You know what kind I mean, like of. faster. No, I wouldn't even say that. I, think, I don't know. Hayes probably got more of a rock. Nah, I don't know. Whatever. I'm trying to do it right. Gloria, I like more. Like I love that song. I okay. like Oh Hey too. I love Lumineers. So big Lumineers guy. Number six for me is "Here It Goes Again" by OK by OK Go. It's early two thousands. But here's the thing with that. Like you know how you have songs like. Almost in the same vein as, like, more than a feeling. Like, they're corny, but super catchy. And there's, like... Yeah, like, uh, Ario Speedwagon songs. Exactly, and that's what that... Like, that's what that is. Like, you know how it goes? Here it goes, here it goes, here it goes again. Yes. Uh, and, yeah. So, I was like, that's, like, the one upbeat, like, catchy one that's definitely just gonna go on for years. Yeah, my future... My future hey yeah, is what that is. Because I hate that song, too. I can't stand... I yeah. don't like repetitiveness like that. Yeah, but you get what I mean. It's in the same vein as, like, more than a feeling. I know. But also, I hate Oreo Speedwagon, so. But, yeah, so that's what I felt like you need at least one of those in number six. Heard it from a friend is what that reminds me of. 
it's repetitiveness. I can't stand it. Yeah. Heard it from a friend too. All right. Uh, my number six. Oh man. I have a cl- I have a clear number one. A cl- same. It's, it's crystal clear number one. Same. I wonder if we got the same. You know what? No, uh, we'll see. I don't know. Let's just keep going. What's your number six? No one knows. Uh, Queens of the Stone Age. I don't know if I know how that goes. You do though. You do. It's 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 one of those songs. It's always on TV. Oh no, I'm sure I know. It's like, like the theme song to every cop show. I'll I'll play five seconds while you're when you're looking up yours. So I. All right. Uh, I already. Okay. What's your yeah? Go ahead. What's your number six? Number. You mean number five? Yes. Come a little closer by Cage the Elephant. Now this isn't necessarily. The, Why did I do Casey Elephant? It's just not necessarily like just like that's like their best song. I like I I love Cage the Elephant and they've been very prolific through like the 2010s to the, like whatever like up until now. And I would say cigarette cigarette daydreams is definitely their like most popular song. Uh, but no, by Casey Elephant. Yeah. No, it would be the. Uh... You what are you gonna say? You know, rest for the look at. Yes. That's yeah, gotta be. yeah, but I mean, like in our age group, I guess cigarette daydreams, right. but it's not super rock. Here's no one who's Queen okay. of the Stone Age. I yeah, I guess I'm sure I've heard it. Anyway, yeah, I was like, I I know the Queens of the Stone Age is gonna end up being a, a classic rock. Band, oh no, definitely, definitely. And that's just one of my favorite Queens of the Stone Age songs. What that is. And then anyway, what I was saying before you caught me off, I is, told you I was doing that though. It's fine. No, I understand. I'm not saying that. A little bit too with that you one. don't let me finish my thought. Anyway, Come a Little Closer to me is like their most like one of their most like mainstream songs aside from like Ain't No Rest of the Wicked, where it's like it sounds like rock music. It I don't even know. Sounds like, yeah, you would know. I know I would know it. Come but... a little closer now. Oh, that one. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's popular. Out of like the pot, they're like popular like they're radio singles. Stuff, yeah, newer stuff. Yeah. That is what I would go with. If you're gonna play uh, it classic makes me think rock, of come a little bit closer. Come a little bit sure. closer, you're my kind of man. So big and so strong. Uh, my number, damn dude, this is getting trickier and trickier. I just wish you would put these in order. We go. I yeah, I'm sorry. I, I'm busy doing everything else for the fucking podcast. Sorry, I snapped. Okay, number five. Radioactive, Imagine Dragons, huge song when it came Ugh. out. Such a, it was so big. It was that and sale were huge. I'm, I, I'm telling you. No, I know. I, I thought loved about that putting song when I was a kid, and yeah. it's gonna be nostalgia for a lot of kids when they get older. They're gonna be like, "Oh my god, dude, that song, Radioactive." Yeah, I just don't uh, Imagine Dragons make me are cringy. I know, I know. So is Ario Speedwagon. Like, so, like that's what I'm saying. No, I get it. Nah. it. It's like the same vein as, like, Here We Go Again. Although, or here it, it goes I know, it's the sticks. They're the sticks. Yeah, I guess. They're cringy music. Because everyone in the 70s were like, dude, what do you, what do you go into a sticks concert? What do you, a homophobic remark? No. You just like that yeah. type of music, a catchy music, and it's like a little, and it's a sure. little bit of, like, synthetic stuff. That's Imagine Dragons. Sure. Except Imagine Dragons, a lot of synthetic stuff. Yeah. Okay. I do love that song, though. Number four is going to be Teddy Picker by Arctic Monkeys. Comes off of Fluorescent Adolescent, which was their album in uh, 2007. I, I feel like we've definitely talked about this before. Uh, it's the album of, like, The Apartment or whatever. No, I, know yeah. I don't know if you... Whatever. Well, I had the note. Last night I was going through Arctic Monkeys songs. So, is it their most popular song? No, but... Putting 
Arctic monkeys somewhere like in the mix. It's it's important. Yeah, I went with their heads. Yeah, see, yeah. I. I'm <clears throat> thinking about Radio Time, man. Yeah, I don't know. I just it's their best album to me, like in my opinion, and that's like one of the best tracks. Yeah. On that song, so that's kind of why. I'm, or you could actually do. Now I'll keep it Teddy Picker, but fluorescent adolescent itself could fall like right behind that. Mm-hmm. Uh. I'm going to go number four. We're already here, man. I'm going to go uh, Black Submarine by uh, the Black Keys. Really? Uh, You know what? No, you already picked it. I already said it. It should be higher, actually. Sorry. But I know the Black Keys are going to go higher. I thought I had two Black Keys songs, but I think I'm wrong. That's what I said when I told you that I had two of the same band. Yeah. I could... I do have two Black Keys songs. Okay. Okay. Uh, Black Submarine's fantastic song. And it's my favorite Black Keys song, which is probably why it should have been higher. But it's not uh, It's not as radio playable as my other one. Yeah. The Black Keys are going to be a classic rock band. I mean, they're No, already, there's no doubt about it. But they don't... You don't hear the Black Keys that much nowadays. You no, know you really mean? don't. You, you don't and you should. And you should. No. Exactly. It's weird. They just released a new album, I'm pretty sure, not too long ago. No, yeah. I, no, I listened to it. It's actually really good. Yeah. All right. Number three, right? Three? Yep. Someday by The Strokes. Strokes, is, is they're another one of those bands, like, they've been very, like, I guess, like, heavily, like, influential. I consider throwing a Strokes song on there. So, I just felt like it was right, and I think that's, like, their most popular song, Someday. Yeah. But yeah, that's my number three. I like it. Uh, I'm just gonna go back to back. Black Keys, number three for me. Lonely Boy. That's a good one. It's it's their radio play song. You'll hear it too much. But uh, yeah, it's a good song. All right. I'm a lonely boy. Number two is in the same vein as the Black Keys, "Hailing for You" by the Black Keys. Thought about putting it on there. I just didn't think it got enough radio time. Really? That's the one I think of. When I think Blackies, I think Halen for you. TV, or TV time. Gold on the the ce- or Gold on the so Ceiling. Gold on the Ceiling as far as like theme songs to TV shows. Gold on the Ceilings was Franklin and Bash. What? Oh my God. Sorry. I'm touching the fucking table. Uh, but yeah, that was number two. I yeah. mean, you can't. Black Keys is as close as like rock we, as we're getting. We have so far not had a single one. The same, which is interesting because we both said there's a clear one-one. Well, I mean, I guess we'll see. Yeah, um, my number two is somebody told me by the killers. The killers are just gonna make it to that. And I, I know it's not their biggest song, but it's, it's not even my favorite. But it's just my favorite out of the, the radio hits of the killers. It's somebody told me. So I guess maybe we aren't gonna cross paths at one? all. No, 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 no. Uh, you have a killer uh, song, number one. Yes, I know. Number one is When You Were Young by The Killers. That's the one I, I'm not the biggest fan of that song. Really? I love it. I think that's their... I don't want to I don't no, say it's no. their best song. Okay, no. It doesn't I'm, look a thing Yeah, like, I, I got them confused, yeah. No. That, to me, like, Mr. Brightside's iconic in its own way. Mr. Brightside's was their number, it was their top listened to song. I'm not the biggest fan of that song. It gets played way too much. I love, yeah, like I said, it's, like, iconic in its own right, but they have so many more better songs. Okay. 
And number one is respectfully when we were young. My number one. Or when you were young. It's such a clear number one that like when I saw it, I was like, sure. oh my God. What is it? I'm interested it's now. It's played at every arena. Okay. Every arena. Oh, I know exactly it's what it is. It's Nations Army, dude. It's the, that, it's that's a good the one. White Stripes. It was so clear to me. It's like, it doesn't really get the, the I don't think it gets a ton. No, it definitely gets a lot of radio. Yeah, play. it does. I don't really listen to the radio that much anymore, to be honest. Yeah, but it did. But as far as just like it's the football song, it's the soccer song, it's every song. That's it's, a re- that's a really really good one. I get, it's it's crazy. It really and went I, right I over really, my head. I hope that people understand what we're doing here because I think that I just won the poll based on that one song. But I'm afraid that people aren't going to understand. I mean, some people just might like the Killers a little more. I think that, yeah, I think our fan, yeah. yeah, I think that there's a lot of people like that that vote on this that are bigger killers, guys. Not a whole, like, I, I went heavy on Black Keys. The White Stripes. That That is an iconic song. There's no way of getting around it, and yeah. I think that's a clear winner. Yeah. In my opinion, that that was a good one. Well, go that on was a clear poll. one. You will go on the poll and vote for me. No. Seven Nations Army. Dun, 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 dun. The white stripes. All right. Well, this was fun. It was. This was a good episode. Uh, I do. I like doing music stuff. I know you do too. Yes. <clears throat> but before we go, remember to rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Full video available on YouTube. Subscribe and leave us a like there. Uh, we're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. Follow us there too. I'm, I'm trying to think of everything. Oh, we're on Twitter now. Inse at Insig Network. So go give us a follow. We currently have one follower, but I haven't posted anything really. I'm still trying to put. Po- I've posted like one clip. Uh, yeah, and uh, look out for a chicken tender review. Which sure. We'll see if I actually don't. All right. See you guys next time. Later. <laughs>